Hey guys, and welcome to The Drop-Off, a daily podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today is a new day, so <coughs> I'm getting cough drops. Sorry, but um, we are, today is Thursday, and the Final Four is on Saturday, so we will be doing our Final Four preview predictions. So, what do you think about the first game, Villanova versus Kansas? Okay, I... I, I don't, I'm not sure how much Kansas is favored by, but I got to think that they're the, the huge favorite in this Kansas game. Line. I mean, they they already are kind of the – they were already going to be favored even before that Villanova player Moore went out with a torn Achilles. And so Vanilla didn't – Villanova – only favored by four we, and a half points. That's fine. We only saw one game Villanova played versus uh, – what team did they play? Michigan. Michigan. And they did okay in that game. Um, I would say that they're not super deep. Okay, hey, if you're gonna talk, why don't, why don't you start then? Um, sorry. Um, but so I think that um, Kansas is gonna win too because um, Colin Gillette, or because um, that more guy got injured or whatever. Cause when we saw it, he was like the main part of their offense basically. So I don't know. If, I think they're gonna have a hard time generating offense and stuff. Well, I think their best player has been Samuels, and I think, if I remember correctly, Samuels is the one who got voted most outstanding player in the South Regional. But um, it's gonna—I mean, you never know what's gonna happen in any one individual single game. You know, one game could have a cold, one team could have a cold shooting night like UH did when I was so confident that UH was—I was so confident that UH was gonna beat Villanova, and then they end up going one for twenty from three point and losing that game. So uh, I feel pretty confident that Kansas is going to win, but really I'm hoping for a good game. Yes, I agree. So um, do you have anything more to talk about this game? Kansas has a Westlake player on the team, a freshman. Uh, I think his name's KJ Adams. I don't know if he's gonna if he plays a lot or not. Um, I don't think he's one of those like freshmen who comes in and like contributes immediately and is like a star. But I really hope he gets to play and that he has a positive impact in the game. I think it's pretty cool that whenever you see someone from Austin uh, succeeding on a, at a higher level. And so KJ Adams player watch, and then one of their players is like a player of the year candidate. Do you know who that is? Um, is he that guy who was like crazy or something? I don't remember. He has kind of a he has kind of a like a unique sounding name, so I don't exactly remember what it is, but. Kansas has a player of the year candidate, so it has someone who's probably going to step up and hopefully have a big game. Okay, yeah. Um, Villanova also has one of my favorite players in college basketball, Colin Gillespie. I don't know why I like him. Oh, I forgot my sweatshirt again. but um, Yeah, I don't know why I like him. Maybe he's like your game. You know, he's he's a he's a dead eye knockdown shooter. And one of the things about Colin Gillespie that's really impressive is he doesn't turn the ball over. Right, he, he doesn't make it bad decisions. When we were watching him, I also I wasn't super in the press in the sense that he wasn't like making advantage plays in terms of like getting into the lane, kicking out things like that. It seemed like maybe he didn't have the kind of athleticism to be able to do that. But what you can't fault him for is like he didn't he took care of the ball, right? He didn't throw it away, um, and he put Villanova in position to score with chances to uh, get good buckets. All right, well we're gonna go get some cough drops right now. We'll be right back. Hey guys and welcome back. Um, we <laughs> we're are back. we're back from getting cough drops, but now um, do you want to? Are we still talking about Colin Gillespie? Yeah, sure. Okay. You can talk about why you like him. Uh, 
I don't know why I like him. I just, I guess, we're the same type of player, I guess. So So does that mean that you're going to be cheering for Villanova in that game? Uh, Yes. All right. Well, I'll be cheering for Kansas, so we'll see. We'll see who wins that first game. But really, the game that everybody's interested—the game that why everyone's going to the Final Four and why the ticket prices are skyrocketing right now—is the first ever matchup in the Final Four between the Duke first ever matchup in the NCAA tournament at all. Really, that's shocking. I had no idea. So. That is crazy. That is okay. It's wow. It's, it's wow. So the fact that this is Coach K's last year and it just meeting UNC for the first time in the NCAA tournament, not just the tournament, but the first time in the Final Four. This is crazy. Man. So it's the UNC, uh, the Duke Blue Devils versus your UNC Tar Heels. All right. Heels, not hills. Tar Heels. That's what I said. You said Tar Heels. Oh, well, everybody listen. Uh, replay that. Like, you know, do the go back 15, 30 seconds and let us know, did I say hills or heels? Regardless, this is an epic matchup. This is Nathaniel's favorite team playing their arch rival, their arch enemy in Coach K's last game. Tell me how you feeling about the game, Nathaniel. Very pumped up and very confident. Um, I feel like um, <coughs> entering the tournament, Duke was on a cold streak or something, so... Um, they haven't really done anything to prove that they're like just like completely better. I mean, like they haven't had to play any teams that were like a higher seed than them. I mean, it's hard to say they're on a cold streak because I mean, yeah, they did lose the regular season finale to UNC, but they ended up making it all the way into the ACC finals. I mean, of course, they didn't win the conference tournament, but they've come out in the tournament and. Uh, they've beat some quality teams. I wouldn't say they had a cakewalk. I mean, do you think their path to the Final Four was easier uh, than UNC's? Um, no, I would not say it was easier. They also had to beat a 15 seed, though. So um, we had to beat an 8 seed, a 15 seed, and a 1, a one seed, and a 4 seed. They had to beat a 4 seed, a 15 seed, or a 9 seed, I mean. We... They had to beat a four seed, a fifteen seed. Um, who are the other two teams? Like a ten seed, seven the big, seed, the big one was and like a yeah. So we had to beat the number one team in our conference, or like bracket. Y'all did it. Now that's fair, and I don't know why you're saying y'all because I'm not. A, I'm not. It's not like I'm a Duke fan. I'm talking to JB. Okay, JB, if you're listening, y'all haven't had to beat anybody, um, and so this is going to be a real test. And so, what do you think about the different matchups in the game? Um, I think Caleb Love might end up being the shortest player on the court at all times, because I don't think they're ever going to take him off the court. I mean, you saw in the, um, what was it, UCLA game, he played like 40 minutes or something, so <coughs> I think they might only go like one deep this game. Yeah, that's that's what you've been saying all, all season about the Tar Heels, and that's how I did say Hills Tar on Hills. purpose. Yeah, the Tar Heels. Uh, you've been saying they're only four deep. They got four really good players, uh, but they're only they're only okay. So they only have four really good players. They got Leaky Black, the fifth player, and you're only going to get one guy off the bench. And so, it's going to be a challenge, I think, of maintaining that the level of intensity and energy for the whole entire forty minutes. And like you said, the, the big disadvantage that UNC is going to have is at least well for, for the for the. Uh, perimeter players is gonna be size, right? The Duke, the Duke, um, Roach and Keels are gonna be bigger than your guys. 
Um, but I think on the inside, you can easily match up with Boncaro and Mark Williams with yes. your, you know, Manic. your tandem of Manic and uh, Baco. He's like, he's like the best. So maybe it comes up to, you know, Manic. Does he have a good shooting night from the outside? Uh, can Baco crash the boards even with Williams uh, guarding him? Um, can you limit Boncaro and slow him down enough defensively so that he doesn't hurt y'all too much? I mean, I think it's going to be a really, really great matchup, and I, I'm hoping, I am hoping for an all-time classic game. And at the end of the day, I, I really hope that the Tar Heels pull it out, just because I know that they're your favorite team. Yes. Yeah, so with this matchup coming up, and our friend is going to the um, final four, so we have done a lot of trash talking, but um, yeah, um, only one can prevail to the national championship. So. Um, Final predictions for the final, like for everything, the semifinal games, the championship game, the final score. I think UNC will beat Villanova in the national championship. Okay, score? Uh, 53-52. Caleb, or um, Leaky Black's going to hit a game-winning three on them. All right, that was, that's a pretty low-scoring game for UNC game. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Kansas over UNC in the finals. And I'm okay saying that because you are on the record of telling me you don't even care if you don't even care if UNC wins the national championship, just as long as they beat coach K and Duke in the semifinals. If they're playing Villanova, if they're playing Villanova, I want to get payback for that game winning three, whoever it was hit. That's true. That, that was one of the, the crazier shots in uh, NCAA finals history. That was just, that was classic. But then, um, didn't y'all have a similar buzzer beater to win the championship? The last time y'all won in 2000, what was it? 19? There was a, there was a Carolina buzzer beater to win the championship, wasn't there? Uh, not that I can remember. Pretty sure it was just like he hit the buzzer and then we beat them next year or something. Okay, so in that Carolina-Villanova game, did Carolina hit a big three right before Villanova responded with a three? Is that what it was? I think so, maybe. Yeah, that game was insane. Um, it's all kind of blurring together. I'll have to go back and look and, and kind of figure out what happened. Um, but that would be pretty if, – if UNC won this year coming out of the eight seed where <laughs> people didn't really have high expectations at all and on the path to championship they won – they beat Duke. I mean, that would have to be one of the great UNC kind of stories um, in, the, in recent memory. Here's a little UNC trivia. What was UNC's very first national championship? Mm. Was it the Michael Jordan James Worthy? It was Michael Jordan, freshman from the uh, 18 foot from the baseline to win the game. Uh, really, that was Dean Smith and UNC's very first national championship, I believe. I, you know, uh, all these his, basketball history buffs correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but since then, they've just been a, a juggernaut. They've had so many great NBA players come through UNC, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully some other people who are riding this car right now might also uh, go through the hallowed halls of Chapel Hill. Oh, there's the Pearsons again. They're Duke fans, so maybe we should peg a recall at their car. Um, but, yeah, so, um, let's see. What else was there? (coughs) Cooper! Yeah, so, um, there's one thing I wanted to say, um, I forgot. 
Well, we went to the Final Four four years ago in 2018 when it's in San Antonio, and there's a lot of other fun activities. So let us know. Yeah, we, that's right. And we, we saw um, some some of the same teams that were in the uh, Final Four. So what are some other things that you're looking forward to about this, not just the games themselves, but kind of the whole weekend in general? Um, I'm really looking up, looking, or like, um, uh, what's it called? Looking forward. looking forward to um, the Final Four Fan Fest. That was super fun. Maybe we can end up getting some player signatures. Because I remember there's like a Manu Ginobili signature place in something. Tony Who? Parker. Tony Parker. And do you have, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So the Fan Fest is kind of like, uh, they, I think they have the convention center. It's basically just a, a bunch of like basketball-related activities. I remember, a few things I remember is you're guarding Christian Leitner. <laughs> do you remember that? Christian Leitner, for some reason they had him out there and, and they had a basketball court set up and they were recreating the uh, Christian Leitner pass to Grant Hill and uh, they let the kids uh, participate in that, which was really fun to see. They had a bunch of like, uh, you know, NBA players, or not a bunch, but some NBA players signing autographs. Uh, they had a bunch of raffles and events where they were giving away, uh, was it Pizza Hut shoes? Pizza Hut had made these like limited edition shoes that we're doing a raffle for, so that was really fun. And so it's just fun to walk around and see all the different activities that they have. I remember that, um, or this is kind of random, but I remember that meme where like, where that person asked Clay Thompson to sign a toaster. Um, why does everything weird always happen to Clay Thompson? I don't know. Clay Thompson is just the weird dude. Uh, and then one fun thing is, so the girls are going with us to New Orleans. One of my best friends from college also lives in New Orleans, and so we're gonna be hanging out with them with all we hanging out with them all weekend. And so that'll be really fun, just for for me at least, to catch up with a good friend of mine that I don't follow. The Pearsons, you make such a big deal about me turning left. You really want to follow the Pearsons? Yes, because I want to walk with Cooper into the school. Fine. I won't forget this, though. Um, New Orleans, great, great city. Great food town. I'm looking really, really looking forward to the food that we're going to be eating there. Um, we know that Nathaniel's mother, Miss Wong, is looking forward to some beignets at the famous Café du Monde. Um, <laughs> and so it should really be an all-around good time. We'll be there from Friday to Monday, and we can't wait. Oh, whoops. We can't wait to tell you all about it after we come back. Speaking of food, I want to try lobster. I want to have a lobster roll sometime. Sounds really good. Yeah, lobster rolls are delicious, and you would probably love them since, again, you're from Boston. And uh, that really is. The Northeast is kind of the land of lobster rolls. Maine is known for their lobsters, you know. Even places here in Texas, they'll get their, they'll get their lobsters from Maine. Right, and so uh, the only bad thing about lobster rolls is 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 Cooper even going to school right now? Where where are we headed? Can we pass? <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> Anyways, um, the only bad thing about lobster rolls is they're so dang expensive. And I'm sorry, pardon my language. I'm gonna edit that out. They're so expensive. It's like thirty dollars a sandwich. Okay, are you sure we should be falling? Are they even going to school? Okay, they turn Avenue. They turn Avenue H. Interesting. Okay. Anyways, um, the reason we have a longer episode is because we're following another Hyde Park family, and it seems like they've gone a little past the school. Just a little. Maybe two blocks. But um, anything else 
thoughts on the weekend uh, <laughs> that you want to share with our listeners? Um, uh, not really. Um, but Celtics sadly lost the Heat last night. Yeah, I mean, after that torrid hot streak, the Celtics have ended up losing two in a row. And, I mean, it's not hard to kind of know why. And that's no Robert Williams. And um, hopefully, I, I think the word came He had a surgery, I think, or about to have surgery. I think the word came out. He's going to be back in four to six weeks. And basically the timetable... The timetable of that is like he might be back for some part of the second round. But again, what condition, if he does come back in the second round, what condition he's going to be in? And, you know, can the, I mean, I think most people think the Celtics can make it to the second round without Robert Williams. But once you get to the second round, getting past that without him, I think is going to be a much, much uh, taller, more difficult ordeal. Well, we have arrived finally at Hyde Park after going kind of a roundabout way. We're so thankful that you listened to us this morning, and we hope that wherever you are, you have a wonderful, wonderful day. All right. You want to say bye to everybody? Bye, everybody. Bye, Dad. Love you. See you later. Love you too, buddy. See you after school at 5? Yeah. Or five, five 5.45. Be ready to leave lacrosse practice at 5.45, and I'll pick you up, and I'll have some yes, food sir. for you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Dad. Bye. Bye.